Hey, before we start our episode, if you want to be featured on the show in a case study where I develop a three to five point plan to bring you from broke to brilliant in 10 to 15 years, then email me at evanthomasbroke at yahoo.com. I'll send you my questionnaire. You fill it out, send it back, and if chosen, you'll be featured anonymously free of charge on an upcoming episode where we take a look at a financial or motivational topic to gradually shift your thoughts from a broke to brilliant mindset. And as always, this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Please consult with a financial advisor if necessary. My name is Evan Thomas, and this is the Broke at 40 podcast. Hey, everybody, Evan Thomas here. Welcome to the episode. Today, I would like to talk about how to get to a million dollars in 15 years. I received some emails from my last episode for my case study of Amy and David, where I talked to them about first getting out of debt, which is very important. And they have a large amount of debt, if you will recall, from that episode. If you haven't checked it out, you may want to go check out that case study of Amy and David. They had quite a bit of credit card debt. Their consumer debt was like 85000 So my primary goal for them was to get that paid off first, obviously, because it was at such a high interest rate. I think it was 9%. And so most of their money, because they're making a big income, if you will remember, most of that income should be going to pay off that debt as quickly as possible. And so it really got me thinking because some some people emailed me about the advice that I gave them. And they were particularly questioning the part where I said that at that point then, Amy and David could start sinking in that $18,000, I believe it was, into their investments. And to try to get to 40000 per year as quickly as possible to expedite it. And it got me thinking a little bit about that concept. And I wanted to share with you today some information about what would the reality be for folks that want to get to a million dollars in 15 years. And the reality is that even though we know that if we send $40,000 per year at 6% average over 15 years, we get to a million, we know that. Who out there listening to me right now could actually send $40,000 per year, every year, to get to a million in 15 years? That's just not reality. Life isn't like that, is it? There's so many variables. There's constants in our life, and there are variables. And so what I'd like to do for you today is an exercise that I created on paper. It took me about an hour, and I do this for my clients, actually, too. And I put it on a spreadsheet for them, and we think about the reality and how can they get there, not by sinking forty grand a year, because that's not realistic, but it's a gradual increase of money each year into those investments to get them to where they want to be. And so by having a spreadsheet, in fact, I shared in my investment journey over the past 15 years on one of the episodes back, I think it was called Thinking Critically, the one that I completely screwed up and had to do a part two, (laughs) Um, because sometimes it's easy for me to think critically and sometimes not convey it in the best way. So this episode is my my hope that everybody listening to me can get a piece of paper out, get a pencil or pen, and walk with me through this exercise and write these numbers down, and then cross-check back to your numbers and your reality and see if you can make this work. And of course, if you need help with this, just email me at evanthomasbroke at yahoo.com. 
especially if you want to be on the guest on the show, I can do this for you and then share it with the audience. But here's what it would look like. So let's assume we have some assumptions here and I also have some variables that I want to talk to you about. So the assumptions would be that we're going to start at break even of zero. Remember for Amy and David at six years, once they got their credit card paid off, they'd pretty much be at zero of investments, even though, yes, they were sinking in a little bit, you know, of their money percentage of their paychecks into their investments, which really wasn't making a big dent in their investment journey, but it was good. I think they started at 30 grand and we build up from there. <clears throat> um, so let's just assume, though, for this exercise that you start at zero. You have no investments whatsoever, but you may have a big income because if you're in your 40s, right, you're approaching 40, most people already have a great job. They know some of the basics. Maybe they spent too much. They have too much debt. I know all that. But most people in their careers, by the time they're in their 40s, they've got it kind of going on where you and your spouse could be making maybe 75000 for a husband, maybe 75 grand for a wife. Let's just say that's the scenario that we're going to look at today because most people in their 40s are usually in the, you know, 60-70,000 range, maybe more. So 75,000 times 2 would be 150,000 gross minus tax, then their net would be about $112,000 to play with in their budgets. And remember my build a budget episode, I can send you that spreadsheet as well if you're a guest on the show. That really helps you understand exactly where that money is going. We know then are we surviving or are we at the point where we can thrive and put money into investments. So for this scenario, let's just say we've got $112,000 a year to work with, which is a lot of money. I didn't have that when I was 40. I had a single income over those years. So for folks that are married and you've got two incomes, that's a huge amount of money. And you would want to then look at it critically. So um, you would have about after tax $112,000. So the next thing I'd like to do then is talk through these 15 years. So I want you to write down on your piece of paper year one all the way down to 15. In fact, I'm looking at my piece of paper now. I did this manually, and I think we should do things manually. Why? So we can see the real dollar amounts. To say to somebody it's an average over this to that and we don't know the numbers, well, that's crazy. I want to see the numbers on paper. So write down year 1 to 15 on your piece of paper. Let's say that this couple in my scenario can, in year 1, can save $20,000. That is extremely um, reality-based, isn't it? For anybody. Think about it. If, if you have $112,000 per year minus twenty grand your first year of saving, you still have $92,000 to play with in your budget. That's huge. Even if you have children, like we talked about with David and Amy, it can, it can happen, right? These are big numbers. I did it with a lot less. So let's say in year one, you can save $20,000. Remember in the example I gave before, 40 grand, 6% average, 15 years is a million, but we're just starting year one with 20 grand. Now, I am going to assume in this scenario of 15 years that we're gonna do 6%. Because think about it, 
at the end of 15 years is the same as if you had multiple percents throughout those years that averaged out to 6%. Now, I could have done a different scenario on a piece of paper. I could have said, oh, well, in year five, it's going to go down 25% because we're going to go through a recession, which we probably will in these numbers at some point, right? But on average, at the end of those 15 years, we should see approximately a 6%, maybe more. Some folks think it's probably going to be more like 6%, so I'm keeping it pretty conservative. So that's the constant, is that these numbers show 6%. The variables, however, are, and you can write these down, number one variable is, um, you know, as this couple, this fictitious couple that I'm talking about through these 15 years, a lot can happen during those years of we don't know how much money they're going to get percent increase from their jobs. Maybe one of them, the wife gets a great job and her income goes from 75 to like 95 to, or 100,000. There's so many variables here. So we don't know exactly how much, but we do know they should be going in an upward trajectory over these 15 years. So that's one variable. Number two variable is your expenses over the 15 years. You would have to be thinking about this example, and I want you all to be thinking this way, is either you keep your expenses exactly the same or reduce them like I did. If you go back and listen to some of my episodes every year, I'm thinking, how can I reduce my expenses? I just made it a game. If you're going to not be thinking that way, and if you're going to be thinking of bigger homes, more expensive cars, vacations, this isn't going to work. So you would want to have the mindset of reduced expenses or keeping the expenses at least the same over these 15 years. The third variable, I already talked about the 6% is not constant, but the end result is, is constant. That was my number three variable. I think I had another one here. Number four, um, I, I wrote, and you'll see the numbers here, I did this purposefully. Some years I'm saying that you're not saving more money. It might be the same from one year to the next. And that's reality too. If I look back over my 15 years, I know that one year I got a huge bonus, more than I normally get. So I was able to sink in another five grand in, which offset then in a favorable fashion. You have favorable variables and unfavorable variables, hopefully more favorable as a net result of increases in your variability which means you have a more probability of success at the end of those 15 years with the ultimate goal of getting to that million dollars, right? In investments, this is not including net worth. Net worth could be property values that you have in conjunction with this, but this is just looking at investments. So those were just a few variables. There could be more. Um, so let's look at this. 20 grand, right? The first year this couple saves. At the end of that, they'd have about $21,234. So go ahead and write that down. Year number two, let's say they save just a little bit more, $25,000 they save in year two, right? Well, then at 6%, um, of course, then they get to 49,086. Year three, let's say they increase it by five grand more and they save 30,000, then they have $83,964. For year four, I'm going to keep it the same. Maybe something happened where they're like, you know, our expenses were more than we thought. We can't save more than 30 grand. So year four, I've got 30,000. Now suddenly they're at $120,993. Year number five, let's say they can increase their savings to $35,000. Well, 
Now their investments will be about $165,000. Now year six, I decided to have it go down a little bit. So in year six, they saved 26,000. Well, the end of the year, they end the year at about 203,000. Year seven, let's say they save 31,000. They end the year with about 249,000. Year eight, they save 36,000. Now they ended about 302,000 at the end of the year. Um, year nine, 41,000. Now they end the year with about 364,000. Year 10, they increase it a little more to 46,000 that they saved, then they have 435,000. Year 11, 46,000, same dollar amount. Maybe they weren't able to save any more than that that particular year. And they're up to about 511,000. Year 12, they bump it up a little bit and they're able to save 51,000. Now their investments are at about 600,000. Year 13, 56,000 they save, so a little bit more. Now they have 694,000. Year 14, they save about 60,000, and that's where I am right now, right? And I'm only making 100,000, they're making so much more. So at the end of the year 14, they've got 800,000. Year 15, they save about 66,000, so they bump it up just about five grand. And they've got about 925,000, and that's where I ended the scenario of, see how the numbers work, we're just about 80,000 down or so from a million in that scenario of 14, or I'm sorry, 15 years. That's the reality of how people can do this. It's not, oh, don't look, go, don't get so overwhelmed and say, I can't possibly save 40 grand a year. Guess what? You don't have to. The first five years, you were just saving 20, 30, 35,000. And so if you look at those numbers and hopefully you wrote them down, you can replay this episode. I really want you to look at those because if you analyze this, of this million dollars, 600,000 of it had to be your money. $600,000 of that had to be your money. So what I did was I took $600,000, divided it by 15, and then I wrote the numbers out as a likely upward trajectory of numbers in that scenario, if that makes sense. $400,000 of it is interest. So 600 plus 400,000 is a million. If you would have started when you were 25, these dollar amounts, much less, a whole lot less. But we're broke at 40. I was broke at 40. So you have to look at the numbers um, more realistically. And this is how you can motivate yourself to give you the drive to save these amounts of money each and every year. Again, you can get with, with me at evanthomasbroke at yahoo.com. Be on the show. We can look at your money. As a perk, I guess you could say, for folks that want to be on the show is, not only do I give you, you the build a budget spreadsheet and I work with you to plug those numbers in, I also then create a tab that has this scenario as a likely scenario for you in the 15 year time horizon. And I want to then hold you accountable year after year. You can get with me a year later and say, here's where I am, Evan. I did it. I got to my goal. Then year three, year, year two, did you get to your goal? Year three, did you get to your goal? And what happens is through that 15 years, of course, there's going to be things that upset it, right? That's where you then back check into or cross check into your 
operating budget, your Build-A-Budget, and you make those adjustments. I've had to do it many times. But I had this as a benchmark for myself that I created on a spreadsheet and said, this was my goal, and at the end of the year, this is the actual. And in many years, it was above the forecast, which really motivated me because then I knew I'm ahead. This is great. Yes, some of the years, remember, if you go back and listen to those episodes where I got huge increases because of the market, the market was on my side over the past 15 years because of the bull market. And we will go into another bull market again as well. As you know, a recession would probably be coming here soon. But then you're back into that bull market mentality. But you can always have this spreadsheet as a benchmark for you to hold yourself accountable. So just to kind of recap, this is how people successfully can look at their money and say, I can do this. It's too daunting to do it any other way. You know, if you look at averages of people saying, save 40 grand, 6%, 15 years, a million, uh uh-uh. It doesn't work that way. You're going to fail because you're going to set yourself up to such a high standard, you're going to think you can't possibly do that. And so if you break it down into these little increments like I just did, that's how you can go from a broke to a brilliant mindset. All righty, that's going to do it for another episode, everybody. Hey, I've got a favor. If you've got a friend that's struggling financially at any age, please share this episode with them. Let them know that I went from broke to a million dollar net worth in just about 14 years. And if I can do it, anybody can. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. We would really appreciate it. What do I always say? It's okay to be broke at 40. It really is, but not at 50 or 55 now that you found us. You can change your financial destiny. I'm Evan Thomas, and this is the Broke at 40 podcast.